0: Hey everyone, it's Lee here, and uh, in this training, I'm gonna teach you how to run a virtual tele summit with. Zoom. So this has been one of my most requested trainings, and um, what better time to do it than now, seriously. (laughs) Now that everyone is looking to work uh, from home, it's really, really convenient to connect with experts from all over the world now who, who you might have otherwise never met, never been able to collaborate with, and this can really position you as an industry leader. So ignore all the you know, crazy stuff here right now. Um, you know, I want you to be able to basically walk away with this training knowing exactly what to do. Um, even if you're confused on certain technical aspects, you still know uh, what steps comes where. Um, You generally have an idea of what to do. And if you're really confused, you at least know what to give to your assistant so that they can do it for you. Because I think I have a lot of fun with telesummits. Um, It's a little bit of a long-term game in terms of relationship building. But if you do it right, uh, this could really help you land some really great friends, uh, be able to teach you something uh, because a good telesummit always has, you know, gems and you will, you know, just really uh, have a different perspective of your industry that other people never have an insight into. Because the more people you meet, the more your life will change, hopefully for the better. But, you know, even when you learn things that you do, you know not to do, you still, uh, you know, become a better person for it. So let's little, let's talk about, like, why you want to run it at all. Because this is something that I... Don't see a lot of people diving deep into it because a tele-summit is probably the most work you can really do online because you have to coordinate with people. You have to look at the technical stuff. People look to you for direction when things go wrong. And uh, people have really high expectations uh, for these, especially because multiple players are in it and then people's reputations are on line. But I will say, you know, even with the things that I've done wrong, I really enjoyed it because I've learned so much from this so let's talk about like what is your goal like why do you even want to run this thing like are you doing it for fun because it's okay to do it for fun um sometimes people have a lull in their business and instead of um you know uh charging forward um sometimes people miss take the mistake of like you know not taking a break or not doing much it's actually the perfect time for you to not do a lot of content but gather experts who Know better than you because there's tons of people who know more than you. And what better way to have them all meet the meet each other through you, and to you basically doing something kind kind of fun, just doing a bunch of things, uh, cool things with friends. But if you want to do it more for you know business purposes, you do want to be you know really transparent with yourself. Like, are you doing this for more publicity? Because if you set up expectations beforehand, you won't stray from your original goal, and you won't be super upset if you're not you know, completely there. So you want to be honest with yourself. You know, is it because you want to be more known in the industry? Maybe you're relative unknown. And, you know, tell us how much are great because it doesn't reward the person who's like, you know, the most famous, like a certain amount of fame is helpful. But if you're faster and you can network with more cool people, you can very quickly propel yourself to the top so you want to ask yourself like if it's more publicity fine there's no judgment on that but you need to be able to measure that and you know be able to say to yourself at the end hey did I achieve this Um, did I know more great people did I add you know more potential customers to my list do I have a bunch of referrals now that you know people could refer me to so just be aware what your expectations are. Now, your outcome may not be the same, but at least you know, okay, this was a direction that I was going into and this is what I need to keep doing because this went well or this didn't really go well, I don't like it. Is it to connect with more peers? Sometimes you want to have more industry friends and that's great. So, you know, you want to identify people who are your peers and this is actually a great time to reach out to people who are higher up, especially if they're not really known online. sometimes they may have a really uh, stellar reputation in your field, but maybe because they're a little bit older, they're not really that tech savvy. They're not really great at marketing. It's a great time to bring in people who you admire. And then just, you know, really think to yourself, like, what's the ideal outcome for this? Because if you have no goal, then you walk into it. Maybe you get disappointed. But if you know, It'd be great if I make a few friends, Um, you know, maybe I add a few people that I can bring on regularly as an expert for maybe your paid training or just, you know, having a few good friends. Just really know like what will make you happy from it. You know, there's no judgment, but at least know for yourself. And then really importantly, think about like, what do your participants get out of it? You know, do they get more fame? I really hope that you get participants who cross promote each other. I really hope that, you know, you can't control friendship, but, you know, if, you're, if your participants become friends with each other, it's great for you because they meet uh, each other through through you, right? So hopefully no crazy drama comes out of it, um, but, you know, we do hope that you are going to promote Your participants and that they actually befriend each other because that's when a community happens and that's that's something that you can't really replicate like, you know, relationships are something that you have to build. um, You know, one on one and what better way to basically cross pollinate a bunch of people who may have never otherwise met, you know, I, I think diversity is not just in terms of like you know, you know, gender or color, but it's like, you know, different industries and different people who have had different childhoods and different careers and different, um, you know, customers, because you never know where your next customer may come from. Um, And then you also want to think about this. I wish I thought about this before. I actually didn't, but that's good for you because, you know, okay, what's a worst case scenario that you'd be okay with? Maybe nobody shows up. Uh, Would you be okay with that? Would you be okay if two people, you know, came to your seminars near the end? So be aware that, you know, there might be a worst case scenario so that you come in uh, with um, expectations and you're ready uh, to rock and roll. Now, this is a very fluid thing. Like, you have to be okay with, like, experiencing technical difficulties. We had somebody who was Zoom bombed. So literally there were, you know, crazy trolls who shared insane images while our meeting was going. So I hope you don't do that. And I'm gonna share with you how you can prevent that. But you know, even in the worst case scenario, like you have to be honest with yourself. Hey, can I handle this? All right, so um, next let's talk about finding the right people. So you notice I'm talking a lot about the people because I I am gonna share with you how to do Zoom, but if you don't get this right, uh, none of it is gonna go right. Because the people, it's really just, all about the people, right? Because if you have the right people, anything is possible. If you have the wrong people, you're going to have to reschedule. People look at you like, okay, oh my God, her schedule is changing again. You know, did the expert not show up? Now, some of these things are just inevitable. Like in any group of people, you're going to have the people who you know, go insane and, you know, promote every single day, you know, step up when you need them to help you with technical difficulties. I literally was locked out of Facebook for 72 hours uh, due to something that, um, you know, because you could get blocked on Facebook for having certain opinions. Uh, So don't a word of advice to people, Mark Zuckerberg is reading your messages. Don't do anything, uh, you know, so uh, polarizing that they're going to block you and, um, you know, have backup. You know, if I had to do it over again, I would probably done another group that was not owned by Facebook, like offline, um, so that you have backup. Because if you get blocked from one way of communication, your toast so these are things that you probably won't find in a google search hopefully you guys are um you know able, you don't have to go through what i went through uh, but this is this is the thing guys okay so when i put this together um i had about 200 people interested in the summit i was in a facebook group and 200 people were interested that doesn't mean that 200 people will come okay in fact uh you know it was a bigger group than this but we honed it down. And uh, we, we have a, we had a great group uh, this time, but you have to be aware, like it's more important to have people who are maybe smaller, but they promote the hell out of you. And like, you know, the, when you ask them to do stuff, they step up, um, they share your stuff on Facebook live. They're just basically great uh, people. Right. So I would rather have uh, people who have a smaller following uh, but promote the hell out of you. Because I had somebody who was a you know, leader of quite, quite big organization. And uh, she, kept, she just kept complaining. And I uh, just never was able to kind of like do stuff on her own. And even though she had like a great following, because she did not promote me, um she actually asked to step out of it and you know had i known this like now i just go by the golden rule it's better to have somebody smaller but more enthusiastic and promoting your stuff than to have a huge person who's not going to lift a finger um to help you because this is actually a group effort guys like when you have people who can help you it's just so much better um they you know step in when you have a glitch um you know they show up on time and this is this is crazy and it's like it, it has to you know, obviously, do with how long you've known them, and I always go by the philosophy like eighty percent stability, twenty percent. You know, you you gotta test out new stuff, you know, because you never know. But the group I have now is great. Um, so, you know, putting together, uh, you know, a banner is helpful. Um, you know, having this opt-in. I I really advise you guys just to have one big opt-in page because, you know, your participants are busy. If they can step up to kind of help and do their own individual pages, great, but just give them like a really simple done, like, you know, opt-in page that people just put in your email address do you really need their first names, guys? Not really, as long as you can send the message, right? Because the more people have to fill out forms, the less they're even gonna do it, right? So if you can put it above the fold, that'd be great. It's just a design element. Um, but if you guys are not sure how to do graphics, um, you don't have to be a Photoshop Pro. Just go to canva.com and then go to, you know, make a design. I would say something like, you know, depending on what you want to promote for, if your audience is on Facebook, do like a Facebook header. Um, so there's a Facebook event cover. Um, and then my my thing was like uh, I just basically ask everyone for their photos. So so here's the thing guys, like don't don't make your, you know, presentation harder for them. Just pick their Facebook profile photo because mostly people want Facebook profile, have Facebook profile photos that are flattering, right? So instead of asking them for headshots, just uh, let them do as little work as possible, you know, have an intro, but you know, be flexible. Sometimes they may not send it, sometimes they might. So just understand this, like your, your attendees are great at certain things just like you are. You know, you're good at certain things and you're not good at other things. So instead of trying to make it perfect, just make it so that the essential information is delivered and just create a banner that's just easy to share. Um, You know, so I I showed you guys Canva. you guys can play around with this like forever, Um, but this is the software um, uh, that I use. And you can also just put together your page Um, I put together uh, this page with optimized press, so, you know, you can just go to pages, drag and drop. I suggest you guys to keep this as simple as possible, okay, because the, you know, I advise you guys to keep it down to, um... I'm getting distracted, I'm getting distracted. Um but this is this is the software that I use. Optimizepress. Why why am I blanking out right now? So Optimize Press is a great way to kind of drag and drop and create it. But I would say don't spend so much time because you can literally spend forever. Okay, you can spend forever on this page and then people will always be like, why isn't this here? Why isn't that here? Well, as long as you have a banner of the people, if you have bios for them, great, but it's because if if they're there, they're going to promote it to their people if they care at all about this, you know, if they don't care at all about it or not. So ask your people to promote, but understand that in any group of people, there's certain people who are going to do a great job for this. And it's not to say they're not good experts, but it's just, you know, sometimes I don't Um, At the time of recording this, I don't have kids, so I have a little bit more free time, right? So other people may be good at tech, maybe somebody good at design. I'm very grateful that some of my group members have really stepped up and, you know, create, you know, new uh, graphics for others or, you know, done, you know, Facebook events. So, you know, ask them for help. You know, it's not just a dictatorial thing. It's not, I'm not a tyrant, just like, you know, what you have to do this one way. Be open and flexible but please be very strict with the people that you let in because the stricter you are with the people that you let in, the better your um, summit is gonna be. So make sure that they align with your values, that they're gonna, you know, for me, it's just like you just just do what you say you're gonna do. If you're gonna complain about something, you better have a solution for it. So as long as they align with me there and they show up on time, like, I mean, you know your group more more better than I do, but just remember that people are human, Um, you know sometimes people get sick and there's accidents and whatever but generally stick to a group of people that you know who are going to show up when they ask and they're that they're going to let you know if things are going to change and be ready to fill in for people guys like be ready to fill in yourself when people cannot show up don't be really upset because this is just life you know things happen with groups of people so make sure that you're um prepare for that so this is optimized press you guys can do you know opt-in pages you know fancy stuff like you know people are always going to be like oh why isn't this page like this why isn't this page like that so you know if you can ask them for help if they're really much better than you at this ask them to do it because people want to help you know um, but you know, I'm just telling you guys. A telesummit is a lot of work. So the more that you can ask other people to help you, the more invested they feel in this project, and the better that the summit is going to be. All right. So find people who are smaller. I would rather have five people on a telesummit summit who are going to be, you know, showing up than people who are not. So you can. <clears throat> uh, I should probably just mute it. But anyways. um, So. Also, I would say no more than 15 people. Funny enough, I got basically 15 people at the end. So I would say after the two-week mark, people kind of start to taper off, and I don't even blame them. People, you know, get tired, but if you can stick to a particular time, great, okay? Stick to a particular time because, you know, people are people are creatures of habit. If you have it at the same time every day, then people will know when to get on, right? And also- please record your summit okay like at the end don't give them replays you know every single day because then they don't have a reason to attend live Um, but absolutely um, uh, record it and then at the end have everything together. You can sell it if you want to, it's up to you again with your goals, right? Do you wanna make money off the summit? Do you, are you just doing this for publicity or just doing it for fun or just meeting more people, right? And so keep it no more than two weeks. After that, people get tired. And of course, find people who have expertise and sometimes they don't have to be super experts but if they make up for it in enthusiasm and great attitude and willing to help that could make a, an excellent summit as well because you if cuz people are multidimensional right one person may be you know not so good at their expertise but maybe they have amazing people who would, you know, basically buy anything they recommend. You just don't know with this, right? But obviously use your gut when working with people and also see if they're aligned. If they are complainers at the beginning and like they don't offer a solution, chances are they're going to be like that throughout the whole summit. So it's better to just like be transparent with them and say, hey, I don't think you you might be a good fit for this. I would love to collaborate with you in the future, but I just think right now, you know, with all the moving parts of the summit, um you know this may not be the best because of you know technical stuff that's not a match or maybe i think you'd be better fit for a different project i don't know if this is your personality but i have no problem saying this with people because if you have people who are complaining it's going to drag down the whole group and if you have people who step up that lifts all boats right like a rising tide lifts all boats so she just i would just rather have people who show up on time who do what they're going to do and if they're going to be sick they tell you at least like 24 hours before and, you know, they, they try to step up. But don't expect too much out of everyone. But I've, I've been really grateful for the group that I have and I, you know, am also learning. So hopefully you can avoid some of the mistakes here. And then number three, like how to help your experts shine, right? So always give them an amazing introduction because it's about them. Like ultimately the Telesummit is not really about you. It's about making your guest experts shine and just, um, you know, them being able to share their expertise in the world and like a one-stop shop. So definitely give them amazing introduction, tell them beautiful tell them they're super good looking, tell them they're smart, because it does help people to know that they're on, you're on their side, because you are, right? Because if you make them look good, then you look good, and then the audience feels comfortable and happy and everyone's good. Um, And, you know, be gracious, you know, if they mess up a little bit on technical stuff, that's fine, you know, there's going to be technical stuff, you have to be able to, you know, win people on their good graces, when they have given you um, a reason to trust and, you know, um, give them the shot. And just cut out people in the beginning and be transparent with them. If it's not a good fit, it's better to have a smaller group of people than, you know, people who want to drag... Well, not even want to drag you down but just like you guys just don't jive right because you know if you if you don't solve the complaints you're going to keep going and then other people is going to think the same thing it's just not going to be a good thing they might be better for something else as a different project but just you know be able to say no and always promote their stuff, guys, like, sprinkle in, like, when you say, oh, how do you work with your clients? You know, what what is the best way to reach you? These are all things that enable them to promote without looking like, you know, just like a giant ball. like really promote their stuff. Um, because that is going to come back to you as a reflection of a host. Like you're basically um, introducing people like it's, it's basically your house, right? And then you're introducing people, make them look good guys. And then have them, help them share your stuff like how you would like to be shared as well. And then, you know, obviously keep in contact with them. Okay, guys, I had a crazy snafu. It's just like, I was locked out for 72 hours. Thank God it was a weekend. So it didn't really affect like the people who were, because um, we had somebody who was going to share again. And then one day it was like a no-show. So I filled in. And another day was somebody who was like really stepped up and she was pretty technical. So thank God. Um, but, you know, be ready to have a backup communicator, have a Facebook group to have everything in one central place. This was one thing I would have done differently. And then also have like a non-Facebook messenger backup as a communication, um, you know, tool. And then have somebody who can communicate for you just in case, You get sick or get locked out or some unfortunate things happen because you know always plan for the best or plan for the worst but you know hope for the best okay so let's take a look at how to look at uh, work for zoom technically so let me just stop this the share for a second so when you are in zoom you can Let's see if I can do this. You can like create a new meeting and then you can fill in like what the meeting is. This is pretty self explanatory. I'm going to start, talk a little bit about this. So this is obviously the volume. You can have a tele summit without audio, but you can't have a tele summit without, I mean, sorry, you, you can have a tele summit without video okay it can be a phone summit, but you cannot do it without audio so keep this going and then star video so star video means like this webcam is going to open and it's going to show my face i kind of did an impromptu one i don't have my human face on i don't i don't have makeup on so i'm not going to do that um but you, this is a option and then you can also have a virtual background so one of my first guests had like lions running across so that was really cool you can also kind of just choose different settings so up to you i so you up to you if you want to show your face and then like do this because i don't want to overwhelm people because it's like this is already a lot of stuff i don't want to overwhelm you with my face um and you can also share screen so the invite button is to copy and paste a url and you can require a meeting password if you want to um, I almost would advise you to do so because of the Zoom bomber. So literally people saw my link on Twitter. Don't do this, guys. Always collect email addresses or tell us on it because of what happened to us. I'm never going to advise people to just blatantly share their Zoom link because crazy people can come on and they can share insane images that you that are not family friendly let's just keep it at that so participants um so if you have participants i'm just running this solo right now um, but you can also mute people you can um you know ask them to share their video i would say basically mute everyone uh because you just you just don't want people to you know randomly start talking so i have enabled mute participant on entry I have allow participants to unmute themselves um, and then a lot the meeting. If you just want people to like not show up during the middle of it, that's a great function that I should have utilized and can you know allow participants to rename themselves. But Zoom basically can hold a hundred people. I guess if you want enterprise stuff, you can up, like, upgrade them for plans. But this is really um, a really great option. It's like 15 bucks a month, really, really great. And uh, all right, let's just see. So participants, and then you can also do share. So you can share your desktop. You can share like a whiteboard. You can share uh, iPads, iPhones and stuff, or just one window. I've chosen to share the window just because it's just less distracting. If you want to do a, a advanced and you know different stuff and files, you can, but I think this is basic stuff. Just either share a desktop, or one window, um, so I chose to not share right now. And you also have the chat function if you wanna to talk to everyone, if you wanna to talk to people privately, this is pretty self-explanatory. When you actually message people, the orange button will, will, will start. Um, you can also uh, keep recording, stop recording, and then you all can also can go live on Facebook um, at the time of this recording, oh, my God, everyone and their mom is using Zoom. Um, so sometimes Facebook functions doesn't work depending on peak hours. I've, it's, it's been really random for me, but, you know, for this is good enough. And uh, you can also go live on YouTube if you have a YouTube connected. Um, YouTube and uh, Facebook are nice to have um, so that you can monitor um, your uh, chat progress. Oh. All right. I do want to say this. When you actually talk about uh, your Zoom stuff, you can make it a recurring meeting. There's a check mark that you can do. So I'm in the middle of doing this. so I can't really have a new window to do it, but basically you can check recurring so that you can keep using this this link over and over again. So again, it's up to you if you want to do that. Um, And you know, you want to record it so that you can share it on YouTube, do a podcast, do a blog. This is a great way to have a ton of content because I literally have 15 people. So that's basically, if I even do it every day, I have 15 days of content. Some of, some people don't want to do, you know, 15 days. If you think about it, there's 52 weeks in a year, right? If you do 15, that's basically a quarter, right? So having a quarter, a quarter stuff uh, done, done for you already, and you didn't have to do it, you just interview people, that's a great way to start a book. I actually have uh, podcast interviews um, in my book, and then you can transcribe it into, uh, you know, blog posts or, you know, do audio video. You can do a bunch of stuff with it. Highly recommend it. So definitely screen share it. Um, you know, follow up. And uh, lastly, like ask for people, ask for feedback from your people. So you should be doing this like on and off anyways uh, for, you know, most most of you guys will be in constant communication basically uh, with your people, but, you know, be aware of like what is working and what is not working with people and then be able to to bend okay you have to be flexible with this you're working with people you're not working with robots so you have to ask people hey do you, do you guys think this works does this does, does work for you does that work for you um but if you have excessive excessive just people who are always saying okay this uh, this is not working for me and they're not willing to do it and it's just like just let them go. Okay. But be, be very clear with expectations in the beginning. It's better to just have shared expectations rather than to have surprises pop up. So know that this is a relationship building business. Like keep in touch in the future. There's going to be people that you jive with and there's going to be people that you probably don't want to work with, but you know, just be professional while you're at it. And then, you know, send them, you know, send them, you know, good wishes, goodwill because business karma is real so be able to let go of people who are not a good fit and then forgive and move on focusing on more people who do understand you and what you do and uh, this is my second telesummit that i have organized and i have been a part of many summits before and i'm constantly learning but just know that you know there's going to be people um you know who you really love and there's going to be you know just learning uh, experiences so I'm gonna be taking some questions uh, for people who did uh, requests on uh, what to do and uh, what not to do. Um, I'm checking on Facebook. Because I, I do think Facebook Live is really good um, for people to ask any questions. Um, but I guess if you don't have any questions and something comes up, please email me at li at li hyphen lin dot net uh for cues on how to do a zoom summit i think i've you know, said most of the things that I wanted to do. If you want me to kind of help you personalize, you know, your Zoom summit, let me know. This is a time for you guys to step up. You know, this is a time for people who are, you know, maybe smaller but you know, faster at setting things up, who're passionate about their subject, to get past the gatekeepers, get past all the secretaries, set up, you know, uh, networking and summits with people who love what they do who want to meet more people who want to have fun um because you know after all so i actually do have a lot of fun with this um kind of kept my spirits going i learned so much from all my guests so hopefully everyone uh, you guys all do as well if you have any questions email me at lee at lee uh hyphen Lynn.net on, uh, you know, more questions. If you want me to set yours up, we can, you know, set something up, negotiate something that works for both of us. Uh, But thank you so much uh, for watching this training. I hope you guys learn more things and I will uh, chat with you in the future. See you next time.